Yes, it's time again for Buddy Martin. Call him up and tell him what you're thinking. But be kind because he's doing the best he can. Better. Stronger. Faster. Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. That's better show. When you start out that way? Yeah. Well, you're the producer. I, come in I just come in and talk. All these nice, pretty things, and then... I just come the in, and I talk. So that's my job. I don't know nothing about nothing. Good morning to you. Good morning. I don't think we see you early in the morning, but good morning. I'm We're Martin and Martin in the morning. Martin and Martin in the morning. Good to be with you again. Yeah. Got a good show today. Mm-hmm. Boy, what a great show mm-hmm. last night. If you missed it, it's still there. Um, it never goes away. We had a, the, but the the the, the Gated Nation Kingdom was on fire last night, weren't they? In Fuego. Lots and lots of folks chiming in on the subject of a grad transfer quarterback, mostly named Joe Burrow from Ohio State. All over it last night. Well, guess what? This morning there's news on that subject. Yep. I've been talking to folks in Columbus. I've talked to some of our. Loyal Gator Nation Kingdom, of course I do. You know some people in Columbus? Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I'm not urban. He wouldn't talk about. He can't talk no, about things like that. About things but like other that. people, yes, I do know them. And here's the thing: it's been officially kiboshed. We'll tell you why and how. Thanks to our Loyal Nation Gator Nation Kingdom folks. I bet your buddy Coville all over it this morning. And uh, the folks at um, SEC Country, they do a great job on breaking news. I, lately, I go to them a lot. And this morning, we're going to have one of them. Zach Albavardi, Albaverdi. He's back. He had a a hand injury and a surgery. Glad to know he's back. He's better. Uh, He didn't write the story. but hand, by the way? Yeah, it's getting much better. It's about done. I'm about ready to throw this out. Probably this week, and I'm done. Feeling better. It smells really good. Yeah. That's gross. Um, So, anyway... Good job, Robert Colville, uh, getting that out in this Whatever, Colville. Good job. We're going to talk uh, to Zach in a couple of minutes. We then, are. guess who else we got? One of our all-time favorites. One of the guys we've been we've had on the show for 20-something years since we started doing radio, right after Marconi invented it, right, back in the day. Mr. College Football. Tony Barnhart joins the program today. He's in a dentist's office. He's a cool dude. Why doesn't he call us from the chair? I think he, his dentist might have other ideas. Might be more important. So, uh, all right. So, we're going to get right to that. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors. This is guess what? Center State Tuesday. Oh, that is. means we're talking about our friends at Center State Bank. Got all sorts of stuff. Gotta love their slogan, if nothing else. I love their bank. Centered on community and customer service. That should be in the center, by the way. That's well, I'm gonna, I like to do it a little differently. Well, there's a logo in, on there, too. I bring in two of them versus mm-hmm. your one. All right. And I, and I like to have extra. Go right so. ahead. There's mine right there. It's on paper. Look at that. I like to just go boom. Yeah. And, and I'm like, there. hey, what's up, everybody? Center State Bank's yeah, you awesome. Kinda, you kind of like uh, to train wreck everything. I want to tell you about them. They're, they're, they're a terrific <laughs> place to go uh, if you want to just go hang out in the hot weather and eat a cookie. But if you like the bank, you get that, too. They have great values over there, which we talk about all the time. They live by them. They don't just throw them up on a shingle and say, this is what we believe in. They are locally market-driven. They have a long-term picture on horizons on regarding loans, et cetera, et cetera. I like that. World-class service, that's what I like because I go over there and I actually walk into a bank. A, some people know my name just because it's nice to be a customer who's recognized, unlike some big-box banks that don't. 
Uh, and then, of course, the relationships are everything, which is another thing. Plus, and faith and family. Our good buddy, Tom Ingram, on sabbatical as we speak. I got a feeling we'll be hearing from him around the world. He's going to take a long trip. And uh, he, of course, is a president taking a leave of absence on a well-needed sabbatical. Uh, and uh, he likes to remind me these are words that they live by over there. And also remembering, reminding you that this is the seventh largest bank in Florida. Lots of places near you within the sound of my voice in in Georgia, parts of Georgia, and all of Florida. 82 locations in 30 Florida counties. Center State Bank, their slogan is centered on community and customer service. My bank's over at Silver Springs Boulevard. Call them there in Ocala, 352-368-6800. Well, <clears throat> what did you think of the comments last night about Joe Burrow? People got excited about it, didn't they? Well, I mean, yeah, of course. There's not much going on, so, you know, if you get any kind of things going on right now, people... There was last sense. night. A lot going on. Well, Cook. yeah, we had about 55 people on watching the show. Well, it's just live. We had more, but we had well, 1,300 yes. who watched the show last night. 1,300 views. Yeah, that was, yeah, and then that's just last night. But thank you for that. <clears throat> Appreciate that. 1,300 views, I should say, to be accurate. We don't get into the numbers too much, but they were cooking. They really did a good job, so... Good comments. And, by the way, I continue to work on the idea of having the contributor of the week or contributor of the month, somebody to recognize those folks for the offerings. They've been really good lately. Thank you, Ghetto Nation Kingdom. By the way, we have the father of a player. Um, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Another one, two fathers who players who are following us. At, thanks yeah. to our friend Chad Rich. Uh, we're able to get um, and Mr. Uh, Trash. Mr. And Mr. Trash, Mr. Arkless. Uh, also, and we'll talk more about that. His son plays offensive line, Cavaris. Uh, glad to have we. You know what they're going to find out from us if we try to give it to them straight. We'd like to have conversations, and it was a good dialogue last night. But we'd like to give it to them straight, and you know we don't we're not petty. We don't bully. We try to assess honestly. You, you know, bully me a little bit. You need bullying. You should have wow. been bullied more when you were younger. See? By the way, you see got how, too tall. You, you got see? big and six four, and I can't bully you anymore. I can't scare you. Don't make me turn this car around. Joni did all that. Mom had all that. She had a weapon, a wooden spoon. Um, okay, so here's the, here's today's term while we get a hold of our friend, Zach Albaverde, in three minutes. Why is it necessary now? These coaches say this, and even Florida in its own inimitable style will adopt this in some way. You hear coaches talk about it, the quarterback room. I mean, a position needs a whole room? I mean, I get where they're coming from, but it's always they don't like to identify the starting quarterback unless he's a five-year veteran or something. And it's like, well, our quarterback room, hey, the room, it's the position that people can, you know why? They want to create that competition. Of course. Give it a sense that there's more than one, right? Well, they give it the sense that it's, you you know, there's a room. You never know who's going to come out of that room, you know, being the guy. So yeah. I, I, I think it's just also to try to, I, you know, pe there's a lot of feelings involved. I think quarterback's a little more emotional position. You know, if you get a guy rattled, then he's and he's upset. So Yeah, I don't know. So, oh, here it's we go. It's time for this. Here we go. By the way, I just wanted to say that you did a good job of this yourself a number of times. You find out that the phone is not exactly easy. I like... I like to talk to our people. Like my friend Bubba's on this morning. He says, I'm excited for what we have and who is coming next year. Good attitude, Bubba. I like that. Good attitude. Okay, so we're going to get to your messages, but first we're going to go on the hotline. We have a name for this hotline yet? No. Today it's Center State Bank hotline. Today. If they sell it, maybe somebody can sell well, it. Oh, there you go. It could be yours if for the right price. Uh, so, yeah, good morning to Tony McDonald and Jennifer Lay and Joe Moronic and uh, Brent English. Uh, Alexander Perez, Doug Tony, Byron Holden, Baba mentioned, and Lynn Tindall. Good morning, brothers. All right, so we're going to go ahead and hit the hotline. If you got him ready to go, there will dial up well, Zach Albavardi. Let's call him up. Bavardi, okay. yeah. You want to do this? Can we help you? No, I don't. I don't need you to help me. Okay. Well, he he doesn't. He's not going to. He's probably not going to tag. He's probably not going to Skype pictures. Oh, he's not. Well, go ahead, let it ring. He's not going to Skype. You asked me. I would have told you. That's all right. Let oh, it ring. Let's go back. I mean, let it ring. Let's see if he answers. We'll see if he doesn't. We'll go back on the phone. Is he, go, is he just a phone guy? Uh, well, he's got Skype, but he's probably not going to be able to Skype this morning. On the so, so you get to hear that now. This oh, ringing can, noise, I you get to hear it. it. I can turn it off too. Yeah. Good morning, Zach. Zach. 
Is this Mr. Albavardi? It is. This is Buddy and Brendan. Good morning, sir. Just one, one moment, buddy. See, we always catch people. It's like a reality show when yeah, we call we do. people. Always catch him at the He's rough got moment. Oh, oh, look at him. Oh, look at him. He's looking dapper. And the dude's got a new hair, beer trim. Oh, and see, a new, I told you he'd be ready to ride. He's got a haircut. And I was ready. Look at that. He's prime time. God, he looks better than us. Look He's showered. Uh, well, I had to throw on a new shirt, and I didn't get it buttoned right. Oh, we, get, we can give you a little makeup time here. Just take your time. That's okay. Take we got little, lots of subjects to talk about. part of our reality show charm that we get to call you. There's we're no never. We're always screwed up when we start. We just start. Go right to the hotline. Morning, sir. I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing good. Piping hot, ready to go with a bunch of coffee in us. Yeah, we had an interesting show. Last, actually, I had two yesterday. You put me on double duty. But last night, it lit up the boards, the subject of Joe Burrow. And, I'm, I'm, and, and this morning, there's news on that. I know you know about it because SEC Country had a story this morning about it as well. Our, our 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 poster, our our GNK member Robert Cowell was all over talking about last night's meeting in Lakeland, where Dan Mullen spoke, and it was pretty clear he's not looking for a grad transfer, is he? And I, I think that that's very important to note because, uh, to be honest, buddy, I, I mean, I don't think that he would would have said anything other than the comments that he made uh, for two reasons. You know, one, Joe Burrow has not officially transferred from Ohio State, so he cannot comment on him publicly. Uh, but number two, more importantly, I, I just don't think it's uh, beneficial for, for uh, Mullen to put out comments like that when it's not a possibility and somebody like Felipe Franks or some of his other guys can read it. And it just I think you don't even entertain that possibility or put it out there until it's a done deal and it's just out there for folks to accept because regardless of how people feel, and there's a lot of different opinions, buddy, about this, as you know, but I'm telling you, if Dan Mullen gets a phone call from Joe Burrow and he wants to come to Florida, I have a very hard time believing that Dan Mullen will say no. Uh, now, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I just I think that if that comes to fruition and that's the scenario that plays out, things could change between now and the comments that he made last night. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to read his comments in just a moment, and I'm going to get to the, to the topic of quote-unquote on my favorite New euphemisms for the position, the quarterback room. Yeah. That's, that's, that was McElwain's favorite phrase, and he got it from, obviously, from his boss in Tuscaloosa. But anyway, before we get that, let me just read these comments. It's like the war room, right? Exactly. It's like the, it's exactly. Like the quarterback room. Uh, you yeah. don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Exactly. Anybody, right. right. So give them participation trophy. And they get through Unless it, so. it, yeah, right. Yeah, so. Um, Most so, improved. So here's, yeah, here, here's what he said, according to your website. Uh, you didn't write it, obviously, uh, I don't know if Ryan Young wrote this. Maybe you can help me out. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He was down there in Lakeland yeah. last night. He says, not right now. We're not looking at it. Talking about the grad transfer. I feel pretty good about the guys that we have, you know, the depth we're creating at that position and the competition at that, that position. Uh, Roger Burns pointed that out this morning. One of our friends from China, who all the way in China was monitoring that last night. And the story out of Lakeland says, Florida football coach Dan Mullen met with reporters before a speaking event in Polk County Gator Club Monday. First question concerned the quarterback position, whether Mullen would look at a grad transfer, and that was his response. And then uh, Mullen was not asked directly about Burrow, because, as you know, he can't really comment on him because uh, it's against the rules. Uh, but he asked if his comment meant Florida was closing the book on potential grad transfer. Quote, unquote, this year, question mark, I don't know. I don't think we would take one. Baker Mayfield left, right? Joke, joke, ha-ha, whatever. Um, nudge, nudge. He graduated and he left. You know, I don't think that's the spot we would look to take anyone. At this point, there are no plan of taking grad transfer. Now, that's a plausible deniability, as we call it. Sure. By the way, a smart play, in my opinion. Cause there, yeah. Right? I think so, because there's no benefit, buddy, to going out there mm-hmm. and – putting some comments that that indicate that you're open to uh, another quarterback coming in or simply that you don't feel good about your quarterback room right now because if those comments are out there and you don't get Joe Burrow, that creates an issue. And and look, there is certainly a a possibility that Joe Burrow 
looks at all of his options. He's also reportedly looking at LSU in, in Nebraska. Right. And doesn't te- Texas is mentioned, court. too, in there someplace because exactly. of Tom Herman. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I don't think that it's certainly a, a, a you know, a, a done deal or, or, or uh, just a, a guarantee that, that Joe would come if he decides to make the move. So I think Dan Mullen also knows that there might be a possibility that Florida won't get him. So to even, you know, put that out there for fans to, to talk about and debate about, it's just there's no benefit that comes to that. Well, you cover the team a lot, and you're around the players, and you hear things said and whatever. you got a feeling for it. And I think Brendan, this is right, quote, unquote, puts a damper on the quarterback room, quote, unquote. Uh, let me ask you two things. Number one, what do you think of that phrase, the quarterback room? And secondly, is this, I said last night, this could be in danger of really hurting your team's motivation, your quarter. If they've invested wholly, and apparently they have, that's what I'm hearing, maybe you heard something different. They pretty much seem like they're committed, invested, and now they say, okay, going to bring this guy on behind me. Now, we're not talking about Baker Mayfield here. Let's remember, Malik Zaire didn't exactly win the Heisman Trophy, right? So no. the question becomes, it's a calculated risk. And it's a cat and mouse game. The trans- grad transfer and the coach. Urban's playing his cards, obviously. And you you know, you know have to make a decision. Is this going to be better or worse for my team? As we sit right here right now, I think when you're asking for all-in from your players – to be recruiting, quote-unquote, behind their back and, quote-unquote, in their quarterback room could be somewhat damaging. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it could be, buddy. But, again, as Mullen said, I don't think that they're doing that, and I don't think that he wants that perception out there, which is why he said, hey, we're not looking for a grad transfer quarterback. We're fine with the guys we have. However, if Joe Burrow calls my phone, I'm not going to say no. Now, he's not going to go on and say that comment, but that's just how I feel. It's how a lot of people feel. And you're right, buddy. It's about – does it make you better? Does it make you better as a football team? Can you get more wins out of bringing somebody like that in? I know that there was conversations literally on the practice field um, when Malik Zaire decided to come to Florida. When that news broke that day, Florida was practicing, and some of the things that were said to me on the field by a coach was, Malik makes us two wins better. Now, that didn't happen but that's how they felt. And so by bringing him in, they felt like it was going to make their football team better. So what Mullen will have to do, if he does get that phone call from Joe Burrow, at that point is decide, if I bring him in, is he going to increase our win total enough that it's worth potentially you know, messing up your quarterback room? I think that it could be. But at the same time, I could look at Florida's schedule and see them winning eight games uh, you know, pretty easily if they can get some good quarterback play and figure out their offensive line situation. But if you bring in somebody like Burrow, if everything goes right, it's a great case scenario. Does he give you 10 wins, 11 wins? Does he make you maybe get you a win over Georgia? Does he maybe get you back to Atlanta? And does Dan Mullen feel like, is it worth it for that one season? And that's, you know, that's a million-dollar question. Zach Alboverde is our guest. He's from SEC Country on the center tape back Tuesday, Martin and Martin in the morning. Kind of like this morning show, got a chance to get you on more often. He gets a, He gets up about... Nine thirty every morning, so he's available. That's no. that's BS. I no. have a five year old. Oh, oh, dude, I'm, oh, I'm in car line at seven fifty five. Oh, um, Please, so. yeah, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up before the sunrise. Um, yeah, I feel you. You've got kids. You, you guys, you guys have already. Yeah. You guys, this guy's sleeping later. in. Yeah, yeah right. Mom's Four. making eggs for him Four. in the morning. By no. the way, one time fresh eggs. Time. But beyond that, let me just say this. Let's put it to the test. Let's make the topic today. Joe Burrow up or down, all right? There's no in-between. Look, we do this. We have to be able to make projections because that's what we do in this business. If I say to you, take me through, Zach, the Florida schedule and give me your wins and losses, it's today. It may be different at 5 o'clock. It may be different tomorrow, but it's today. Right now, today, as we go, let's ask all of our people online. We've got quite a few this morning, as well as yourself, as well as I'll ask Tony Barnhart's opinion when he's on later. Brendan, myself, do you want to go right now today for Joe Burrow? And here's my vote. No, not right now. Could be damaging to your chemistry. That's my vote. All right, go. Zach's next. I'm not going there. I'm not ready to order. I say, I say it makes Florida better. I think Dan Mullen cannot turn Burrow down if well, he wants why? to come. Well, I agree with that. I mean, you got to keep the door open, right? Uh, I, I think you're like, yeah, 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 my room's great. You know, the quarterback room's fine. 
By the way, if he calls, put him right through to my but cell you phone. you can't do that today. We're <laughs> making a decision right today. today. Right because now. if he calls, so you're going, yes? we might want to. Are yes, going, absolutely. So you're going to take a guy that you've never seen, you personally have never seen play. Yes. Come in, destroy the, the confidence of a guy named Emory Jones. By the way, confidence. and Jalen Jones you haven't even seen yet, by the way, who, by the way, is the best-looking thing I've seen, as good as I've seen on high school film. And just to say, blow it up, bring in the guy from Ohio State who's got two years, and maybe he can play, and maybe he can't. I don't think that's the right thing to do, gentlemen. Well, I think you've got three guys that maybe can yeah. play. At, well, one guy that definitely has shown he cannot. So, I mean, end of the day, uh, you know, nobody's proven himself here. I think you got some good talent in the barn, but I think by no means will you turn down a guy that's got, you know, a little bit of proven track record. You know, he can play. It, it, you know, it, who's got a track record? Well, I, I'm just saying, you got guys two year experience. You got he's not played any. Shown twenty passes in his career. Or we'll, so. see. we'll see. You're gonna say no. You're gonna say get that phone call. Right now, you're gonna say today, no. No, no. You're gonna say no. I, wait, I'm not talking about Emory Jones. I'm not talking about the anything. phone call. I mean, today, right now, okay, he's on the message. line. Right now, or he's calling it. Right now, he's you got on. Urban on the phone. You can't get Urban on the phone. Urban's well, not involved in it. Phone. No, not all that's this. Uh, hey, that's a good point. I think that if this comes to fruition, you better believe that Meyer and Mullen are going to have to talk about it. Amen. Come on. You know? They're going to have a conversation about it. And they might have already had a conversation, to be honest. And, yes, I mean, the, the ties and, and why it makes sense are there. You know, I think if, if you're looking at Joe Burrow, despite that he hasn't played, he's thrown 39 career passes. Urban Meyer, who we all – will say is one of the greatest coaches in college football history, one of the greatest coaches in the game right now. If he felt like this kid was good enough to be recruited by him, offered by him, come to Ohio State and play, and you know, look the way that he looks so far in the spring game, he's capable of, of – now, can he do it? Well, that remains to be seen if he gets an opportunity at Florida, Ohio State, or wherever. But if Urban Meyer feels like he's at least good enough to be at Ohio State – I feel like Mullen would feel like he's good enough to be at Florida. All right, so okay, you're a fly on the wall. That the phone rings. It's Urban. He's calling Mullen. You know, what's that conversation like? Hey, or is it a text? Like, buzz me. We got to talk about this. I don't know how much they talk. I don't know how much they talk. Or is it like you know, know my person and your person have a conversation? That's where friendships end. I mean, that's not something you talk. I'll call nobody down for Devin. No, it's competition. They're both hyper competitive. Agreed. If he wants to keep him. Maybe he needs to do something. Maybe he tells Haskins, I'm not going to name a starter until September, which is what they're all going to say to keep the quarterback room safe. Now, to clear up one thing, your buddy Enrico. My buddy. Like, yeah, your buddy. He said you can keep the room open without committee. No, 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 no. This is not the game we're playing it's today. Backyard. It's like right now, Joe Burris calling in. I want to come. Dan Mullen, what do you say? That's 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 what the conversation is. Or yeah, that's the that's call. the conversation. That's the call. And you know, and, and Dan so, Mullen's like, hell yeah, I want to take a look. No, no, yeah, I, 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 I don't think he, I don't think he would hesitate, buddy. I, I don't think all. so either. No, what? I don't think, I, think he would, would. I don't think he'd hesitate to take him. I think I his really language would have, been, would have been. You're not talking about McElwain here. This is a guy who has some absolutes and actually says things and really stands by what he says. He ain't gonna give you the peanut butter pizza jive. You know, he's going to tell you, he's yeah, telling you right he's now, he's guy. smart. He's a smart guy. He said, not right now at this moment. You know, and he's not going to commit to him, say, yeah, come on, we'll, we'll give you playing time. He can't afford to do that because he becomes a hypocrite. He loses his crib, but not just his quarterbacks, but his whole team. you got to remember, guys, it's a team thing. Remember what he said when he got here? Mullen said, quarterback is the leadership position. He's now going to transfer his entire leadership but, over. Listen, but you know what, buddy? Buddy, it's about winning. Yeah, and winning. But, but hold on, all. let me finish the sentence. You're putting yeah. all your leadership over into the arms of a guy you've never seen. Well, where's your leadership at right now? What's that? In the hands room? of that, 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 that. That's point. That's point number one. But point number two, it's about winning. If he comes out there and outperforms everybody, wins the job, and performs on the field and wins games. The players, the fan base, everybody that didn't like him coming in is going to get over it and embrace him. That's what winning does. you know. Now, if he doesn't win, then it won't work out. But I think Mullen would feel confident enough that he would bring him in and have success. But that's if that's even a possibility. Don't, don't underestimate the, the, also the scenario that Urban Meyer finds a way to finagle this and keep Joe Burrow on campus. 
So, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's a done deal also that he's out the door. If he's as talented as a lot of people feel like he is, you uh, talk to folks at Ohio State, they think that he should start um, and that he deserves the job. So I don't know if Meyer is just going to be willing to let him go like that. He probably would go down with some kind of a fight. So uh, th- there's a lot of variables and things that we have to, to watch for that could play out. So you, Zach Albaverde, on the 8th of May in 2018, oh, he does have this. already called Dan Mullen a liar. Oh, my God. I, I read you the quote. You, you I, I have not. I have oh, not. Yeah, I've done, yeah, no, yeah. I've done no such thing. Listen, it's not right now. We're not looking at it. You're saying that's not true? You both are calling him a liar. What you doing? No, I, I don't think that he's looking at a grad transfer quarterback right now on May 8th because there's not a grad transfer out right. there for him to go get. Right. So he's, he's not he's not lying. If no. if he if there was hypothetically, he would be interested. Yeah. Okay. You're messing. I'm saying you're messing words. Let me just let me resort to Zach. Uh-huh. You got to go in a second. Well, let me get this a couple of words in from the Gator Nation Kingdom. They're they're hot today. Uh, says. Uh, uh, Lantino points out Mullen said the biggest difference a quarterback can make is from the end of the spring game to fall practice. Well, now, what about that? Jones' work ethic has been noted, developed by what we have here, Lantino says, all right? Mark Page says, and the next call Mullen gets is from Emory asking for a transfer. Give me a break. Good point. Brett English says, not paying big bucks to be mediocre anymore. He's for the move, obviously. Kevin Atabay Mullen knows he has to make a splash in his first year. I think he'll do whatever he needs to do that. Well, Mullen's going to make a splash, no matter what he's already made. Uh, and then finally, John Enrico says, my question with Burrow is this, can he run Can he run the read option? I like quarterback situation. Good question, John Enrico. You must have coached football. And so Jennifer Lay says, no way Urban lets Burrow go to Mullen. No way. So there you are, my buddy Dan Don Rutledge, by the way. I like the that comment by official. my guy, John Enrico, who's got, <laughs> by the way, he just installed a pool and a yeah, right. beautiful putt-putt yeah. in the backyard situation. So mm-hmm. he's going to have a party. Same. All right, let me just say this, guys. I'm going to go pull the great hair rule on you right now, okay? I got some just so you know. I've, I've seen a few of these things by my time. What is that farm, farmer's commercial? bum ba da bum 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 What is it? What does it go? I've seen these few I things. Know, I don't know. Here's the point. The quarterback the fans always love is the guy who's not playing. They always love the new guy, the recruit, the backup. They turn on him just as fast as anybody. So just remember, the grass is always greener, guys. Remember I told you that? Mark it down along with your statement of when you call Mullen a liar. Just put that right next to it. Okay. Oh, my God. Wow. Rough day. Way to to start out Zach's day. He's really psyched. Zach knows. Come on, come Zach on, knows Martin, I love him. Zach's comfortable with our place. Don't make it a personal thing, all right? Jeez. Zach and our place. Okay, okay. just forget yeah, it. I think Zach and all I. All right, let's give Zach a chance to respond. I'll give you the final word. Yeah, no, I, this is an inter, interesting and polarizing topic, buddy. Um, I've been talking about it since before the spring, when Joe Burrow first came out and said, "Hey, if I don't win this job, I'm going to consider my options and maybe transfer and look elsewhere." Then he goes out in the spring game. Puts up the numbers that he does. He outperforms Dwayne Haskins. He outperforms Tate Martell. And, you know, it, it looked like there was a possibility that he could be named the starter in that following week and not go anywhere. Well, that time has passed. Nothing has been said. And now, you know, the latest reports are that he's looking around. I think that Florida makes the most sense for him if he wants to make a move. I think if Dan Mullen gets that phone call, He's going to accept it. He's going to take him in, and he's going to let the best man win. I don't think that he's going to promise Joe Burrow anything. And it's about winning, and it's about improving your quarterback room. And what you want that quarterback room to be is guys in there that you feel like you can go out there and win with. And right now, I don't know if there's one guy in that quarterback room that he feels complete confidence in being out being able to go out and win games. If you add Joe Burrow, that gives you another viable option and in year one, as one of your commenters said, when you try to make an impression on Gator Nation, you want to do everything you can to, to make them happy. wonder how they feel about that in the tight end room and the fullback room and the guard room and the tackle room and all those other rooms they have in there. Anyway, listen, good stuff. Let me just wind it out by saying here's a good response from Victor Mercado. Trust CDM. I'm assuming that's Dan Wallen's initials. We are, not a, we are not making PBJ sandwiches anymore here. So that's a pretty good way to end it. Zach, good stuff, buddy. Good job, Zach. We'll look for you on the usual. Are you doing that afternoon show still? 
I am. Yeah, we're still doing it at four to six. Is that with? Uh, uh, it was just, yeah, it's just Jeff and I now. No, Past how long we're on there? Oh, with well, now you got real stars up. You and Jeff. Well, I'll watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> four to six. Just go to uh, WRUF or go to what's a, what's a link to it. I know. I get oh. it. Go to Facebook and what? What do you call the show? Yeah, it's the it's the tailgate, and if you tailgate. you know if you want to watch it, you can go to WRUF Gainesville and, and find and find the show there. Yeah, and we'll also put it up on our on our site here for folks. We share it, yeah. We, we share, share it with you, yeah, absolutely. All right, man, good show. Share and share alike. You're looking good, dude. That hair and that stuff and all. Yeah, that much stuff. better than us. Your game, yeah, your I mean, A game is, is, is on. Well, he morning. gets up before yeah, the crack of dawn. So. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> all right, take care, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Zach Alberti. Oh, hey, what's up? This is like the the tight camp. Ooh, get in close, get in close. Well, who's in charge of that? Huh? Who's in charge of all that? So well, I'm um, just taking you up here, and we're going back to our deal, and we're going to our I'm deal. about to give you a hustle to hear from Nat Hightower, all right? He's well, right there it. on the right. That's your toss? And right there it is. No one ever plans a car accident. Having a plan after you've been in one, however, can make a world of difference. Daniel L. Hightower has been fighting for accident victim justice in Ocala and statewide since 1976. After meeting with Dan and his team, you'll know your case matters, that you matter, and that Dan will fight hard to get you just results. If you've been severely injured through no fault of your own by a careless or reckless driver, you need Daniel L. Hightower. All right, just a moment, Mr. Scott's football joins us. I guess he's out of the chair. And I don't know what he's ever done. Well, I tell you, sometimes I feel like this show is uh, going to Dennis Cheer. Just saying. You never know. Sometimes it's like having my molars taken out. Or maybe having a uh, root canal. That's more like it right Really? Now. Yeah. Just saying. We don't have to be so close now. Let me ask. <laughs> oh, did I get you? Yes, you did. Well, you know, That's what you, I mean. That's what I mean. You get up on my chair? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So uh, good job by our people. I just should respond. You go ahead and call Dal Tony, and we'll get our final response. Brent. English says, since a bicentennial, y'all. I don't know what that means uh, out of context. Um, oh, I see. Um, Kevin Atabay says, I really want to see what Trask can do. If I wants it bad. So do I. So do I. Brent English says, dilly dilly, Zach. Tony. Uh, this would be Mr. College Football live right here on our program on Center State Bank Tuesday, Martin and Martin in the morning. That will be Buddy and Brendan, Tony Barnhart. I hope you're not in pain. No, sir. We're not in pain, but we had to spend a little extra time in the dentist chair to to take care of a few things. But all is all is well. Thank you. Well, I mean, look, you, you have to keep that face pretty for TV. That's smart. <laughs> huh? Uh, I, my wife says I have a face for radio, but I understand. Oh, no. Listen, um, You've been doing this a while. How many years did you do the CBS Saturday show? Uh, buddy, I did it, oddly enough, the year uh, 2004. And I, I, it was after I'd gotten an uh, interview with Ron Zook the, after he got fired that week. Mm-hmm. I managed to get a uh, get an interview with him in Jacksonville. And for, did it for CBS, and the next week they brought me to New York, and uh, I did it for gosh, uh, eight years. I, would, I did it up there. Uh, and of course, SEC Network every now and then you, you go to Fine Bomb, go to Charlotte, and straighten Fine Bomb out, which takes us an all month's job right there. No, I like Paul. You know that. Um, uh, and 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 then of course we can still read you. Thankfully, tell folks about that. We're very excited. We started with these guys about a year ago. The, the website is TMG, TMGCollegeSports.com. TMG stands for the Media Guides, and it's uh, three of my old newspaper buddies from L.A., Chicago, and Boston, and I'm the guy in the South, and we all went into business together a little bit over a year ago, and uh, we're, we're having a lot of fun, and it's a, it's a way that we get, we've got the country covered in, in college football and it's uh so far it's been a lot of fun well we certainly have enjoyed it and by the way uh i want to take you back just for a minute you remember this back in the day when we used to do a show from uh denver in the mornings oh yeah you're working in atlanta (laughs) and my producer was joan martin and i said call van mckenzie and find out who can talk about college football and somebody (laughs) says got this guy tony barnhart 
Yeah, and you I, rem- I remember those days, yeah. absolutely. She takes yeah. credit for discovering you. I want you to know that. She thinks she's Well, I, I, I appreciate that I was there to be discovered. So. <laughs> you were a star waiting to happen. Uh, but, you know, uh, every now and then I, I like to talk to a guy who's got a little gray hair because some of these uh, other people, I won't mention any names, sitting next to me who are younger in their generation <laughs> think I'm crazy when I say certain things. It's not fair at all. This experience is what they don't know. They don't know what a, they don't know what a typewriter or a telecopier is. Bro. No, it's not true because I went to sleep in my childhood listening to you pound on that thing yeah, but at you night. Use one. You use it. <laughs> Brendan is here this morning, of course, and uh, he's been my producer since, my gosh, you started Sports Talk Radio in 96. Tony, you were part of that, too. Been fun. Oh, yeah. I want you to help. You're a good arbitrator. I want you to help me settle something today, okay? Okay. Then we'll talk a little about some of the coaches who've been hired and fired and whatever in college football. We're having this discussion. We had it last night on our show. Again, this morning, having a lot of people on our on our on our show on the Gator Nation Kingdom page. We're talking about graduate transfers. Okay. Mm-hmm. You probably know where I'm going with this. It's obviously a new phenomenon in college football, relatively new. Every year, we're talking about recruiting one, recruiting two, and now graduate transfer. And it's that window now coming up when their coaches have to make a decision and it's a cat and mouse game because the coach doesn't want to pick a starter if he's got two people competing for Oliver, mm-hmm. right? And right. I love this new term, the quarterback room. It's not real new. It's been around a couple of years. So they group them all together in a room as if they're one person. You know, and now they're trying to hang on, right? Hang on for dear life mm-hmm. and do what they can do to keep them intact so they can have what? A quarterback competition in the fall. So now it's playing out in places like Columbus, Ohio, quarterback named Joe Burrow. He's eligible for two more years. A lot of talk about that. What is your thoughts, A, about now the grad transfer? B, is it being regulated property? And, of course, I don't blame the coaches for wanting to get their teams better. Give me your whole thought process. Where do you think we are now in graduate transfers? Sure. Uh, you know, it, it was it was a very unusual – when it started, like most things in college athletics, it started small. There were a handful of guys – because the original premise, buddy, was that if you received your undergraduate degree, you could go to another college and be eligible immediately – if that college had a graduate program that your college didn't have, that was the pretense. Okay. Well, that's gone. No, there's no, nobody's looking at that anymore because they could invent, they could invent, Oh, they don't, you know, they have molecular biology or something. So, so that was number one. Number two, more and more guys, it had incentivized players. You know what? If I can, if I can double up and get my degree and go to summer school and all that, then I can play my senior year or maybe my, last two years in a place that I'd like to go and not have to sit out a year. So what has happened is more and more guys are studying harder, taking more classes and trying to get that degree in three years. I am, I think I am totally fine with it. I think if you do the work and graduate early, you deserve some kind of reward for that. And all the recruiting uh, aspects, all the rules are tilted towards the school. All the 99% of the transfer rules are tilted towards the school. And this one area, we tell a guy, hey, if you get your degree, then you can go wherever you want to play your last year. And I, I've got no problem with it at all. Let's flip it to the other side. Do you think coaches have an unfair advantage in terms of, 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 of transfers in general? Because obviously the coach has to sign off on it. Pretty much the, the grad transfer is a different situation. You can kind of put right. place. Do you think that's about well? I'm I'm a little bit more of a radical on these kind of things. I don't I don't think a school or a coach should be able to determine where you if you are transferring by the rules and and sitting out a year. I don't think coaches have any right whatsoever to right. tell you where you can transfer. Here, here. Okay. No, I just I, I just I just don't buy that because again, all 99 percent of the rules favor the schools and the coaches. And again, if you're transferring legally, I don't think a coach, I don't, none of this, well, you can't transfer and play in the same conference. Says who? Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. You, you should be able to transfer where you want to transfer. I believe it's a free country, isn't it? So that's <clears throat> yeah, last I checked. Yeah. All right. So now I'm getting around to Joe Burrow because he's on the, he's been around, uh, he's, his name has been on the lips of many Gator fans lately. 
What's ironic is Florida goes on now, has no because of dearth of quarterbacks. You've heard me say it 100 mm-hmm. times. They have three statues of Heisman Trophy winners out front. They couldn't find a quarterback for a decade. That doesn't make any sense. But now right. you've got a situation here where you suddenly, I wouldn't just call it an embarrassment of riches because they haven't yet proven they can play, but they certainly have two guys coming back. Kyle Trask, we haven't seen play yet. We know a little bit about Felipe Franks, what he had last year. He struggled. And now we have Emory Jones, who's a promising quarterback, mm-hmm. and early in early commit for next year, Jalen Jones, who looks like he's really a good passer. And now mm-hmm. you've got this quarterback room, quote, unquote, there's that word again. And now Gator fans are saying, what about Joe Burrow? What is the point of diminishing returns on this? Don't you have to be a little careful not to mess up your chemistry? And what does Malik Zaire really do for Florida, although he got hurt last year? I think the coach is simply obligated to be honest. Okay, do not deceive. Tell tell everybody what's up. If you got a chance to get a graduate transfer quarterback, you tell everybody up front, and then then everybody's got to do what is in their best interest. And if you if you're Dan Mullen, and you're looking at your quarterback room, and you go, you know, I don't I don't know if these guys can do it or not, and you got you got a proven quarterback who may be available to you. You know, I think you got to take a, as long as you're honest with the quarterbacks you have. I think you got to do what you got to do. Okay, now, perfect. Because now I'm going to bring up to you what our discussion was with Zach Albaverde earlier about this. Dan Mullen said last night at the Gator Club meeting in Polk County in Lakeland, basically said he he didn't, wasn't interested, which kind of shoots down this whole Joe Burrow thing, but. You're an experienced veteran reporter. You know when you can see through coaches, uh, coach speak and, and talk between the line, double lines and whatever and double talk. Let me read this quote for you and listen closely, and you tell me what you're hearing, okay? Tell me what you're right. hearing. All right, so I, I may have a little different take on it than most people. I think I do. Here's, here's the question. When asked the question, you know, is he interested in a quarterback and a grad transfer? He can't name him because he can't comment about him. Obviously, it's against the rules. Right. Uh, uh, first of all, about his present quarterbacks, he says, my biggest stress to, to all of them, I don't know if they understand this yet, I hope they do, I keep pounding at home between the end of the spring game and start the fall camp when quarterbacks make their biggest improvements. Okay. Well, first of all, you know, you haven't had all – you bring a guy in now that uh, – what we have here? Oh, okay. Sorry about that. We had a little interruption there. Um, so so that if that's the case – uh, then obviously anybody who comes in now is probably going to miss that summer workout can't happen without some kind of spring commitment. Now, finally, Tony, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Here's a here's a quote about the quarterback transfer. Quote: Not right now. We're not really looking at it. I feel. Yeah, let me this finish. He thinks what I think, Brendan. Let me finish reading. I hear him laughing. I know him too, by the way. I've you know I met him a few times. Then why don't you read I know the quote? His, no, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Because he's going to agree with me. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't say how. You don't know what right. I said. You don't I know have, what I said. Okay. Go I have, ahead. Just see, read the quote. I haven't even told him how I believe yet. You're already telling me I'm wrong. Everyone knows your mannerism, voice, oh, inflections, sure. and what you're going to say. Go ahead. Okay. Let me try it again and see if I can get through all this. Right. All right. Not right now. We're not really looking at it. I feel pretty good about the guys that we have, you know, the depth we're creating at that position and the competition at that position. So he went on to tell folks, he said, um, and regarding he says he's not making plans for that right now. Those are his quote. Here is the other quote. This year, I don't know. I don't think we would take one. Baker Mayfield left, right? He graduated and left. You know, I don't think that's the spot we would take anyone. At this point, there's no plan of taking a grad transfer. Now, what do you mm-hmm. hear there? Oh, what I hear that is is one of the great phrases in the English language is are, are three words, and the three words are at this time. Okay, <laughs> you can use the phrase at this time to deny anything, and then go back later and change your mind because I said I'm not doing this and I'm not interested in that at, at this time. This time mm-hmm. Okay. But as the old coach said, things change. So what Dan Mullen Dan Mullen's doing exactly what I'm doing. So hey, I am I got three quarterbacks and I'm focusing on them and right and at this time I'm not thinking about anybody else. Now, if a young man picks up the phone and he's leaving, let's say, oh, I don't know, Ohio State, 
and he's shown interest in the University of Florida. Well, as the as the head of the football program at the University of Florida, I'm absolutely obligated to listen to what the young man has to say. But at this time, that doesn't I, I can't see us doing that. Okay, so now here's the thing. You said earlier you had no problem with the grad transfers as long as the coach was honest. Okay? Yep. Now, we, we know some coaches have difficulty with honesty. Some politicians have difficulty with pick they want. I won't go there. But the bottom line is is that you, as a journalist, and you have to put, you put people through this test all the time, the litmus test, are they telling the truth? Uh, do you think, based on what you just heard him say, that at this point he is telling the truth? At, at this point, okay. at this point, he is this telling point. he is telling the truth. Okay. And that's and I and I agree. I think that's it. You you only, now look. We can say things here today. I can tell you. I think Florida's going to be eleven and one at this point. At this time, and if yeah. they have five starters <laughs> out, I have a right to say in September I didn't make that projection based right. on that. But what I think he's also saying. There's, a, there's some cred in there for me because I think it would be a mistake now to go out and tell your rest of your quarterbacks all that work you invested, all that time I asked you to come out and work your butt off in the summer, taking the leadership role, put it on hold. i got a guy coming from Columbus. That is, and Dan Mullen is a guy who said the quarterback is the leader of the team. So you're not just changing. Mm-hmm. You're changing leadership of the entire team. Possibly and giving it, put it in the hands of a guy that we have never seen in the ghetto uniform. That's the danger. Mm-hmm. It is. There, there, there's, there's always an element of risk when you do this. What you've got to figure is it a calculated risk? It is, is it the risk worth the potential reward? And that's the calculation that every coach has to make. And by the way, uh, we all know the best quarterback is always the one who's not starting. Sure. It always is. Absolutely. Jake Fromm at Georgia came within one play of winning a national championship, and everybody fell in love with Justin Fields during the spring game. Go figure. Okay? It's a great example. It's it's just ridiculous. (laughs) What have you done for me? Not today, but the first half. (laughs) That's what counts anymore. Uh, Let's look at the list of coaching changes. We won't have time to go over them now because we do this every summer about, you know, the new coaches, because you tend to forget, you know, who got fired where and who's, who got hired where and whatever. It's a little too early to do the projections just yet. Uh, your final thoughts on – here, there's a list right now. Your final thoughts on the best hire that you know of in 2018 by any college. You know what? I haven't looked around that much. I'm, I'm so focused on the SEC. Right. Uh, give, give me some right, names me of some other guys I'm who gonna, are. I'm going to give me a couple of names. About seven or eight up for you, okay? All right. And Bo Fisher, obviously, uh, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Willie Taggart, Florida State. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Dan Mullen at Florida. Uh, let's say, uh, let's see here. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. Uh, and and uh, Chip Kelly, UCLA. Those right. be the headliners. Which one of those do you like the best? Oh, I think for, for long term and the potential for do, doing something really, really, really big is Jimbo Fisher. Because Jimbo Fisher is walking into a place that has invested $700 million in the football program in the last three years alone, when you count the stadium renovation, who's paying him an unprecedented $75 million over 10 years because they're tired of fooling around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a guy who's won a national championship and had Florida State in the top four or five, you know, certainly top ten every year he's been there. So I think for the the potential of what could be, uh, I think Jimbo Fisher is the guy I'd pluck off that list, number one. What's it like? You know, I've been to a couple games there, and some people who don't understand really the atmosphere. Florida State or Texas A&M? What's it like in College Station to coach there? I mean, I try to tell people that they send their freshmen to fish school, to learn how to do the signs and all that stuff, and you got to go to Midnight Yell and all that deal. Uh, in, in the bonfire it, it situation, inc- yeah, it was an incredible experience. The the last time I was there was the forty nine forty two Johnny Manziel game oh, uh, wow. at Tusk at, at uh, Kyle Field. Uh, one of the hottest days I've ever been uh, a part of. What incredible football game! 
Yeah, you got midnight yell the night before. Texas A&M is just uh, an incredible place. Uh, I went there not this spring, but the previous spring to see all their new facilities. The locker room looked like something out of the Starship Enterprise uh, with a million-dollar filtration system in it. They had just built 12 luxury suites, and they took me up into one of them. You walk off the elevator, and there's chandeliers in the hallway. Wow. And I asked my guy, I said, you know, what, what kind of money are we talking? He said, Tony, we can get you into one of these only $10 million. It'll only be $10 That's million. It? And, and you, can pay, you can pay it off a million a year if you want to. I said, you know, I got to think about that. So <laughs> he said, and I said, you guys, I said, you guys better hope oil stays at $75 a barrel. Is all I can. <laughs> You're like, is there a timeshare option? Can I work in that? Deal? I don't I don't think so. I think I think it's like straight cash. Yeah. <laughs> but it it's it is an it is an absolutely incredible place. It really is. Oh, I mean, just the whole campus itself with the military aspect and what they do with the you know the new freshmen and the, you know down to what their shoes and the poker chips in the back and all that and walking on the grass and the whole atmosphere as a whole is, as in my opinion, is, is quite unique. I you know and coaching there, it's got to be. I think a good fit for a guy like Jimbo Fisher. So, well, he, he's he's, you know, this may it's major league. It was their way of saying, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get the guy we want. We're gonna put on a number on the table he cannot refuse. And is a pressure there? But you know, coaches have pressure, and uh, you know, I think I think they'll have a decent season this season. But they, they got to go, they got to go out and recruit recruit some quarterbacks. Final question, and let Tony Barnhart go back to work and get his uh, get his dentistry. It did talk pretty good for a guy who just got out of the dental chair, by the way. Yeah. Well, fortunately, they, they didn't they didn't have to put the old Novocaine. That'll that'll uh, come in a couple of weeks. <laughs> gives you a rubber lip if that happens for sure. Yeah, um, indeed. The, the, the little bit of a, a little bit of a ripple caused by the comments of Scott Frost, who suddenly thinks that UCF and the mythical national championship was not a good idea. A lot of people got upset about that. His exact quote was. He says, all I can say, if we just stayed there, we would have had a hard time getting behind it, he says. Yeah, I think it was smart by them because it's kept USCF in the media in conversation. But, you know, like our rings, I kind of wish my rings just said undefeated season and Teach Bowl, Bowl champion. champion. So Right. Well, he's he's a member, He's a now a member of a Power Five conference. Right. He is. Life, life changes. Your yeah. perspective changes, okay? Mm-hmm. And you, you, work, you work for a school in a Power Five conference, and you reflect that okay uh, you know i've got a lot of friends in orlando i speak i speak down there just about every year mm-hmm. and i understood what they did and listen it worked people talk about ucf and ucf is uh on the map but uh, in my opinion they probably went they probably went about a month too long but i know why they did it because people are going to talk about ucf right up until the time they lose a football game yeah all right and then then that discussion comes to an end and they've gotten millions and millions of free advertisements because right. of it, and that—that's what you do. And but they, they were pretty good now. <laughs> I got—I got I to gotta give them that. But yeah, it was—it was one of those deals that, that they probably should have backed off about, let it go about one month too. Yeah, late. it was about four. Living down here, it was about four or five weeks, a little bit too much on the Facebook posts and whatnot. And you know, I get why they did it. I'm a marketing person, and it was marketing genius. But at the end of the day, you got to let that go a little bit because fact is fact. Let them have their- well, again, they'll they'll quit talking about it as soon as they lose a game. As they lose so. a game. Yeah. Hey, Tony, you no pressure, no pressure on Josh Heupel. Though. <laughs> yeah, all. right. Exactly. He's not feeling it. Tony, you left the door open. I'm going to take this take the shot. You go to Orlando. You got to come to Ocala to the quarterback club. I'm representing today. I got my Ocala quarterback club on. Uh, we have a, a a lot of your friends that speak down here on a Wednesday night during the season. Pick us out a Wednesday night, and we'll take up a collection and then get you down there and, and talk to our quarterback club, okay? Buddy, we we will do that, okay? We will we will find us a date, and I will get down there, I promise. I can get you booked at a couple other places but while you're here, so you can do three in a row. Buddy, be your agent. No, we, we, hey, listen, buddy, I love to speak. Anybody that knows me know that I love to run my mouth. So you you find me some places, and we'll make it well, work. I know I've had conversations with Orlando games on the land. So if you're up for that, we'll find a date, and we'll get you here. You can work three or four nights in a row, make a little pocket change, and there you go. That'll make Mama happy. I'll even I give you a place that. to stay at my house if you want to. There you go, okay? <laughs> 
You're too kind. Well, you going to put him up that. in the studio? You can put a bed in the studio here, buddy. I got a bedroom in there. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> no, we'll put him on the work. Put him on the work. Put him on the show. We'll That's to work. Right. We got to get to work if he's in I'm the get, house. I'm getting something out of him. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Tony's, Tony's given far more than he's gotten from me over the years. I can tell you that. Tony, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Take care. Well, yeah, That's you. college football, one of our favorites. Okay. That's a quick hour. It's not exactly, but an hour. Fifty-five minutes. Uh, okay. See, fifty-four minutes. Well, it's in, in radio terminology, it's an, an hour. So. We are not on the radio. But I didn't say we were. I said in radio terms, just be an hour. Because um, usually speaking. Well, first of all, you haven't even talked about World of Beer. Oh, that's what I'm saving this time for. So, first of all, why don't you? I'm saving that because tomorrow night Brady's back. World of beer, world of beer, world of beer, world of beer, world of beer. Kind of like your uh, world of beer, world of beer. There goes your business right there. So there you go. Uh, Tomorrow night's world of beer. You get that. uh, You get that roast beef sandwich, don't you? What's it called? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you get. Oh yeah, the the French dip. French dip. You get that with the horseradish. Yeah, and. they have good chicken there. I had that recently, and their uh, their food's very reasonable. That's the thing is that you get a good uh, good food reasonably. I get uh, the burgers are really good naturally. <clears throat> they have some good veggies. I know the night that we went there after the orange and blue game, the whole crew like thirty of them. I know Lynn Tindall was there. He liked it. Um, and uh, you folks that haven't been there, you'll get a chance to go this fall and see it. Some world of bear. We'll be there tomorrow night. Uh, Brady Ackerman and I will be there tomorrow night. Brady's still got some T-shirts he wants to give away. We'll have some contests, trivia questions. Brady's always good. You know, he always comes. Last week, he was a little bit light on preparation. He was. But think about him as he comes back. He had a reason last week. His son, Brendan, also, by the way, named it. Playing some backup music while you're talking Is about that legal? World of Beer. I think I see legal. Sure, it's backup. We're good. We're good for like 25 okay. seconds. Okay. Well, anyway, We're World of Beer, move. located right to west of Gainesville, Newbury Road. Go out three good. miles past uh, the interstate and right there in the in the uh, the location is right across from West End uh, in the uh, Tilgo Town Center. Uh, you can check it out. Many kinds of beer. Plenty of parking. Uh, plenty of parking. Uh, two straight years there. You like the pretzel. Love the pretzel. And your daughter loves it too, by the way. Yeah. Stella likes that big old pretzel. And then you and Brady really respect each other. Sort of. Get my. <laughs> Yeah, I got the musical. Did you get the? Yeah. I got the. Oh my goodness! World of beer, not just about the beer, but it could be. What did we say yesterday about the show? It's just not. It's not a sports show, but it could be. Uh, maybe you said that. Let's say that. I did. Okay. On the late night dilly dilly. Well, on late night dilly dilly could be anything. Victor McCarty says we have two locations in. Gainesville. No, we only have one, Victor. Yeah, there's it's one only, in Gainesville, yeah. one in Newberry. Yeah, we only have one. The one on 34th is not associated with World of Bear we go to. Just so you know, the one on 34th is a different operation, different but people. But there is still World of Beers. There's two World of Beers. Well, then let them buy some advertising. We're talking about the one in He's Newberry. trying to decide which one it was. We're trying to tell uh, him. Uh, Victor, it's not. It's it's World of Beer, Newberry. That's the one town. Tioga. Town Tioga Center. Tioga That's where. Yes, I understand that there are two locations, but one is not associated with the other one. We don't go to that one. Yeah, we, we don't go to the one that's out in that Our nice buddies. area. And, and they pay us to go there too, by the way. So I, I'm go. trying to explain that it's a better location. It's longer than the spot. It's the spot. Okay. Well, yes, you're right. There are two, but you we only know one. You start looking through papers like Dan. Rather. I'll make sure I didn't get anything. I might forget anything. I'm gotcha. About See, Victor appreciates. The fact that we explained. Mm-hmm. So, you know, come out to town to yoga. It's an honest mistake. I understand. It's okay. You get a free T-shirt. Yeah, come, if you come, well, maybe Victor doesn't live close by. But you get a Brady and Buddy T-shirt. We got a few there. There's a guy got a got a T-shirt for already. I sent him one gratis myself. One of my own. When I, I paid for him. Happy to do it. Alexander. Uh, all right, so let's wrap it up. Good to hear today. Good, good start off to the well, no show tonight. So a good show today with our friends uh, Zach Albaverde talking about Grad transfer, Tony Barnhart had a lot to say about it. Of course, this show is always there. They can go back and tell their friends. You'll put it up again and tell people to go back and, and, and share it, right? Like no, it and share it? I'll no, I'll never do that. Okay. I never do that. Good. Then don't. This has been Center State Bank Tuesday. I want to remind folks about Center State as we go out. Appreciate them their sponsorship. 
Uh, once again, I want to tell you there are plenty of places near you. Center State Silver Springs Boulevard, specifically. Well, that's ours. There's also one, two in, up in Newberry, Lodgeway, in that area. Up there. Yeah, but uh, there are three the, here in the your county. bank, the one we're discussing, is, it's right here. Yeah. That's the crown jewel. But there are there. there are 82 locations in 30 Florida counties, yeah. and there are about five or six right here in the media area. You may be listening. Just look on centerstatebank.com and find out. I recommend them because I've had great results there for 10 years. And uh, I, I, I highly recommend. I don't recommend something unless I I really believe in it, and I can I believe in the Center State Bank. Their core values: local market driven, long term horizon, world class service, relationship banking, and faith in the family. That is the Center State Bank. My location on Silver Springs Boulevard, as Brendan says. Call them at Center State at three five two three six eight sixty eight hundred, or go to centerstate.com. Been a good good show, Brendan. Enjoyed it. We'll see you back here on. Wednesday night? Well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm here Wednesday while you're up there. Yeah, well, but you'll be on here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Behind so people scenes. don't know where you are. Well, you just... and Brady, I can't get in a word, so no. I just kind you, of do behind the You're going to be on the show on Wednesday night. Yeah, but you really won't hear from me. Because well, you and Brady talk so much. You and Brady have a we're lot paid to say. To, we're paid to talk. Okay, that's Regardless, you guys, there's no way you are can Are you getting sensitive get... about it? No, there's no sensitivity okay. involved with it. It's right. just even Brady. Brady talks a lot, and okay. you talk a lot. So when the two of you get together, there's a lot of talking. Well, I'm glad to uh, glad to have you back. And of course, we've got Gator baseball this weekend. Uh, Robert Cobell, Brady wears my T-shirt. Robert, Brady's not on right now, Robert. Tell your buddy Cobell gets his life together. Well, if, if you come down to the show, you, know, you get a Brady and well, Buddy as long T-shirt. As, they, as long as they last. There's a few left. There's, there's a lot left. I don't give mine away. Mine are – I paid for money, hard money. Those are me. different. Yeah. That's the but, tailgate shirts. And those belong to And if you the want club. a tailgate shirt, I think Austin, somebody wanted a tailgate shirt. How do they get one? Look at Enrico. Well, we'll tell them that later. Yeah, well, Center State. Enrico says we have a Center State bank in Okeechobee. Okeechobee. All right, well, way go. to go. They represent go Enrico. Enrico, go open up the count. Tell them the you Buddy know, Martin Show sent you. You know, Enrico. Hey, maybe that's what you should start saying. The Buddy Martin Show sent yeah, you. Yeah, they'll say who? Uh, the by Buddy the way, Show. By the way, I think Enrico again, might be my first nominee of the week. For contributor to GNK, he and Cobo right now are both on my nomination list for best contributions this week. Let's see how that list grows and who else joins it. All right, and I will never vote for Cobo. I will, and my vote, will my never, vote counts twice as I'll much. Never vote for Cobo. Where are these shoes over here? I mean, you understand. It's like, plus, how can I vote for Cobo? Uh, he already bought a hat. He didn't get me a new hat. But could you, got could you please get me. on real fast and tell folks to where our elites are? We'll tell you, uh, somebody right, texted me. One of the elites is going to get these? Well, what if they yeah. don't wear this size? Well, I'm giving them a choice. They can take the shoes, the books, the shirts, the beef from CD Farms, one of those things. Well, so there can, you go. Maybe you can have my, or is it that my feet, no. if you have need bigger feet. I think I have nines. And I have 11s, whatever. I think. Uh, somebody's going to have okay, the winner of the drawing, not the, not the contributor of the week or month. The drawing we're going to have coming up probably next week. Is going to get their choice between some goodies. All right. How do you become a member of the elite, buddy? Well, PM me. I'll tell you. I don't like to go out and try to advertise it. These are people who've approached us. Say, how can I help? Well, here's how you can help. I like the size of you know, we, we don't like to go online and try to beg money. We don't do that. Every penny we make is, goes right back into this or this uh, which right in my pocket. And yeah, right. Well, cough it up. Well, yeah, I could use it. Uh, the money you spent on this show last week. Whoa. So anyway, it's all hey, investment. Man. I, you know, it's true. someone's got to do it. Yeah. No, we do. We, we Anyway, not either here or there. If you want to get involved, how do you do it? PM me, I'll you, tell you. If you, you do want to donate, though, you can I don't even like to even call it a donation. Venmo. Investment. Uh, PayPal. No, that's not how I do it. I, I roll either different. one. I do it Please either way. donate. Just send me a check. I'll tell you send about me it. PM money. me. All right, I'm done. All right. Uh, John Enrico says, thank you, Crown Prince. Your guest room was waiting king size bed. Perfect. So now you want to vote for him, I'm sure, as the contributor of the week. I'll never vote for Coville. So you're going on Rico, huh? Well, I, he's my guy. I got to represent my buddy Coville. He's came us. He helped us give us some information last. He posted overnight. That's not true. I really like Coville. Well, you shouldn't bash him on Coville's fun. To, I mean, no offense, Rico. Coville's really fun to party with. Hmm. He's a good dude. Soda Quest is dangerous when you get together with him. I got Soda Quest under control. Soda Quest, by the way, on the whole, now me and Coville could get into some. Trouble. No. By the way, Sodaquist had a good suggestion. I see what you think about it. We are going to get next Tuesday James Bates live 
to tour of his studio. You got to figure that out, Crown Prince. And we're going to get at some point Dan Mullen, probably the next couple of weeks. Well, he'll now, be let on the me phone. know. The question would be, well, yeah, but you know, I'm holding out, but maybe. Here's the deal. Sodaquist had a good suggestion. Would you put the elites up, please? Uh, Sodaquist says, how about we have a grab bag of questions from the elites? So we reach in and grab two questions out of the bag from the elites, and we say, here's a question from our GNK members. Name one. John T. Kerr. And also David Sodaquist. And we let them, we ask the question. There's the, there's the group right there. These people are all members. Um, and, uh, that, and so we're going to involve them more and more. And you promised them a hotline. Yeah. Well, you keep taking the mixer to World of Beer. <laughs> well, we have a show there. I need another mixer. It's right in there. I need two mixers now. See what I mean? I need just to get him the, the gear he buys and stuff. Oh, my gosh. I got to more money. Talk to you tomorrow night from World of Beer. Thanks, folks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly.